A very big welcome to all our listeners, and we are honored to have you join us, especially for this very first book review. As our first book, we will be reviewing a book authored by Martha Beck, titled The Way of Integrity. Just a bit of background about the author. Martha is a mom of three, married twice. She has three degrees and her journey as a research associate at Harvard Business School led her from being a lecturer to being a life coach to the very students. Her keen interest in helping people live better lives saw her writing a memoir and dozens of articles on personal growth and ultimately becoming a monthly columnist in the O Magazine. She has coached people from wildly different walks of life, including rural South Africans, to high-earning billionaires, celebrities, and random people in queues. All her work and previous books brought her to writing this very book. So let me share a high-level summary about the book. The Way of Integrity is about finding the path to your true self. The book is Oprah's book club pick, as well as a New York Times bestseller. In The Way of Integrity, Martha Beck presents a four-stage process that anyone can use to find integrity. And when you find integrity, you find a sense of purpose, emotional healing, and a life free of mental suffering. She argues that much of what plagues us points to what happens when we are out of touch with what truly makes us feel whole. So the book is inspired by the Divine Comedy, um, where Beck uses Dante's classic hero's journey as a framework to break down the process of attaining personal integrity into small, manageable steps. She shows how to read our internal signals that lead us towards our true path and to recognize what we actually yearn for versus what our culture sells us. With techniques tested on hundreds of her clients, Beck brings her expertise as a social scientist, life coach, and human being to help us readers uncover what integrity looks like in our own lives. She takes us on a spiritual adventure that not only will change the direction of our lives, but also bring us to a place of genuine happiness. I cannot wait to dive into this title. Uh, it's been a roller coaster. Okay, Mbali, so today we are reviewing this book. I just want to find out from you, out of all the self-development books that you've read so far, and I assume it's a lot because I know that you read a, a lot of books, mm -hmm. can you tell me um, why do you think this particular book is the one that you wanted to start our review with? What is it about this book um, that made you feel that we should start with it or it's worthy of a review? Yeah. So I'll start at the top. Um, I remember how we actually even got to um, this book came to my to my view. It was at a at a at a sit down. We had a lunch, right? Lunch meeting, you and I, where we were just talking about all things life, as we always do. And although I can't recall exactly what it was about our conversation that got us talking about um, the truth, right? And our, our truth specifically, um, you then um, told me about this book. At the time, it wasn't a book. You told me about 
this person that you had come across on podcasts because you you were telling me that you were listening to a lot of podcasts and on that podcast you also discovered that she had written a book and uh, which is exactly the book that we're talking about today written by Martha Beck and I remember specifically you telling me that she had uh, done this exercise of telling the truth and um how that changed her life and I remember also um adding to that that you know what I don't think people are ready for the truth okay (laughs) so I think the long and short we spoke about the truth and how she linked it to integrity and you know you and I um starting this podcast felt um because of the nature of the book right we would like to start on that exact note right which is a Mm. note of integrity being in our integrity telling our truth and what we me and you agree on is that we are doing um soul work what we do here is soul work it's something that resonates very deeply you know Mm. so linking that to the book felt right it felt like the the best next step Mm. uh, which is starting this um in our integrity so i mean do you want to uh give like a high level rundown so someone who hasn't really heard about this book doesn't know much about it (laughs) so this is the hardest question right so sure it is a difficult task because it's such a it's such a broad book. There's so much gems. There's so much you can take away from it. But I feel like generally um, as a people, regardless of race, right, we're all driven by um, culture, religion, and so many things. So basically we socialized into being who we are, right? And so it's being socialized, but also we are driven by trauma, right? Our past traumas. And um, so basically, at some point in our lives, especially when you have ticked off all your supposedly cultural, culturally driven boxes of achievement, um, for example, you know, finishing school, getting a job, getting married, having children, traveling the world, you get to a place where you ask yourself, what now, right? And so Martha Beck, at that point... Um, we could say then that is the place where she calls the dark woods of error, where you don't know um, what to do with yourself, right? Uh, Because it's not necessarily a pleasant place to be at uh, because it's, it's basically a place of, we could call it the unknown, right? So she then helps you through that book, through this book to get you out of that space. Yeah, so what you mean is that, um, so there's nothing necessarily wrong, right, with following that path of, you know, be raised, go to school, get a job, raise a family. There's nothing wrong in itself in that process. Mm. Um, But in life, generally, you do find yourself at points where you ask big questions like, Mm. is this all there is to life? Uh, is there more I can do? Mm. 
like you know those purpose questions um and how do i make impact how come i've done all these things but i but i still feel like I, I feel empty and lost yeah. and unfulfilled yeah 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 you know and i feel like generally in culture this is a place that we call um a midlife crisis right um it sounds like it and you know funny enough um research has pointed to people experiencing this much earlier in life, believe it or not. I found that such I an interesting... Like, I feel like right? I've had three midlife crisis, to be honest. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Oh I feel like the first goodness. time, the first time I was asking myself big questions, which, I mean, in my head, that's what I'm interpreting midlife crisis as, like, you're asking yourself, like, big life questions. I think I was yeah. 25. And then it happened again at 29 and it happened again late 30s. Yeah. Wow. Sure. No, that's really interesting. It's really interesting. But yeah, generally people are apparently asking themselves these questions much earlier in life, you know. So Martha then through this book helps you to redefine I want to call it redefining your path um, Mm. in line with your truth okay but what I like about this book again is that she's not she's not really instructive it's such a it's brilliantly written in that it guides you to your truth she's not dictating anything to anybody Mm. which is Mm. what you'll find in most self-help books, right? Mm. So she has really, I feel like she's mastered the, you know, in terms of the detail of practically how do you get to your truth? Mm. So this book mm. has been, it's amazing. Honestly, it really is. It's a mm. book, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't think you would get to it reading it once. It's a type of book that you have to have like a Bible. It's like a Bible <laughs> in your library that you have yeah. to keep on going back to. <laughs> so you talked about this book starting from a space where you actually are aware that you lost or you are aware that there's something more that you are yearning for, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. And then it goes on a journey. So, So what happens like... So according to the book, like what happens then? So you realize that, okay, good. Uh, this is where I am. Not the best place to be. I've done everything. Mm-hmm. I've checked all the boxes, but I feel like something is missing. The first um, step, I think it's not so much a step, but the first indication is what you're feeling inside, right? Mm-hmm. So Martha then turns you into yourself right towards yourself you literally turn towards yourself and realize that mm -mm, something is not feeling right okay so um she then um i think one of the things that i really one of the first exercises that we did that i found to be extremely amazing right where she asks you to um, identify what it feels like when you are thinking of something that you would like to acquire, whether it's from an advert that you saw. So say for an example, I like my Aston Martin. <laughs> you see mm-hmm, an Aston mm-hmm. Martin and you like, shoo. So the feeling of wanting the Aston Martin, you know, obviously it's exciting and it's whatever. 
and she then asks um about i can't recall how exactly she she coined it but she she says um think about a feeling of what it feels like when you um i think she called it desire a certain state right a certain state as a person so she said um for example peace right i think in in the exercise i i i identified peace as a state of being that i would like to be right to find uh-huh. myself in so she says um to actually be able to identify the difference in the two feelings you know is is so is helpful in uh navigating what actually matters i don't know if i'm and yeah. that's it you know mm. and it's amazing you know i just want to add to what you said um on she introduces us to that um operating system within yeah. ourselves right yeah which is the body because um we are so accustomed to using our brains and thinking our way through everything you know mm. so i really really appreciated how she was able to introduce us to this secondary operating system within this body which is actually truer than the one that we are accustomed to right yeah so yeah. uh but what she does do is is exactly that what you're saying practically reintroducing us to this operating system because we haven't used it for so long absolutely um it's baby steps right mm-hmm. we we are learning something totally new which really really does align you to your truth it's amazing mm. how you did it and so this kind of takes the whole story to the next phase where mm. she- I think she coins that whole section of the book the inferno. The inferno is basically what happens when you um when you are working on yourself. Like people talk about, oh this is my healing process or I'm working on myself, but you really never know what that looks like. Um and this is like levels and levels of introspection maybe, like in my view, because um in that section of the inferno she talks about this is a space now where you have to face your internal ghosts it's your yeah. personal hell you know yes. where you have to do deep introspection and actually <laughs> question all the beliefs that you have i mean i really like the concept i would like to think that i am the person who who does introspection but i've never done it uh, at this level before um yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, you know, as you're saying that, I've read the book probably like three times, but still, when you mm. say that, it sounds so scary again. <laughs> it like is all scary all over again because, um, yeah, we all don't want to face our truths before we even look externally. Just mm. our own, you and yourself, <laughs> mm. Mm. things so, that you deny, things that you want to overlook things that you like you know it doesn't matter let's just keep pushing chasing the bag and all sorts of things <laughs> yeah and of course uh, everything is wrong with the world except for me you except know except for me 
oh man like why must i look there do i really have to and wasn't that the biggest challenge uh with some people over covid i mean even oh. with myself i don't like to exclude myself in these things but no, wasn't that a time when we were all forced to just sit True. down and stop being too busy like oh. fixing everything and not really no. working yeah on ourselves it really was maviva and i feel like obviously not everybody saw that opportunity you are very mm. blessed and you know fortunate if you caught on that because in the inferno she talks to she talks about pain and suffering right so talking to the example that you've just um, introduced which is covid covid was literally so she says pain is events right events that come mm-hmm. to us that are painful but suffering is how we respond to them, mm-hmm. right? Um, the thought processes and whatever else we do in response to that pain. So um, like you're saying, COVID is the pain. How are you responding to it? Are you, are you still insisting on continuing as if nothing happened, right? Yeah. You totally overlook this global <laughs> Yeah, event. and are you gonna wake up every day? I mean, remember they were counting how many days since lockdown, two hundred oh. and something days. Are you gonna wake up every day and moan yeah. about COVID? Is that you how know? you choose to live your life? Oh, it was really, it was really interesting. So in the inferno, again, she goes to practical ways of how can you respond, how best can you respond to the pain of, of life, because pain is not gonna. Always is not going to go away. It's part of life. Pain is part yeah. of life. But what she helps us is to not make that pain uh, suffering. Don't convert <laughs> that into suffering, right? And mm. mainly what I took out from that uh, um, section is it really, 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 and it's not entirely a new, um, new idea, but she takes it to a totally different level, which is your thoughts, Right. Um, Mm. Most self-help books will tell you that your thoughts drive um, your reality. But, you know, I feel like the examples that she gives us, for one, uh, one that I I think I want to highlight is a lady by the name of Helen, the Mm -hmm. 60-year-old. She was a millionaire. Um, She was raised by a very uh, rich family. But the grandfather apparently was also well off. And when just before he passed on or in his will, actually in his will, he left all his uh, monies to charity (laughs) and she lived her whole life as a millionaire um, stuck on the fact that because it's being stuck. It's exactly that being stuck at a point in life where a point in time where the grandfather left all his monies to charity and she's lived her, her whole life. Uh, you know, feeling like the man robbed the family. Yeah, bitter and angry. I mean, come bitter on. Bitter and angry. It's insane. Yeah. But we all do it, right? When and you that's hear reality. about somebody else, yeah. you're just yeah. like, oh, really? How can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the whole purpose of this chapter is saying, okay, I'm telling you about Helen. Let's look yeah. at you. Where in your life are yeah. you doing this? What yeah. is it that you are carrying through your life? That is not necessary. Yeah, it's crazy. I think one of my favorite quotes here is um, 
where she says your thoughts, even thoughts you, abs- you absolutely believe may not always be true. Oh, yes. That is yeah. such a pretzel. Huh? It's a mind bending. That yeah. It just so happens to be mine as well. <laughs> when she says your thoughts, even those that you believe. Imagine. That you truly believe. Yeah. Hey. So when I did my little, uh, res- um, what is it, uh, reflection, I thought about this belief that I've been kind of working on, which is, I believe my value is in my hard work and self-sacrifice. Mm, sounds noble, indeed. doesn't it? It but sounds... is it true? <laughs> because I work myself to the bone. Like, I will stay up for three days. Right. Oh. To do this noble thing of, like, put it all in. I mean, that's how I used to be. I would like to believe yeah. I am stepping away from that because mm-hmm. I find myself feeling that without being productive, without being... Um, I don't know, delivering and pushing and what's my value? Like, what am mm-hmm. I worth? Sure. What is my worth then if I'm not doing, doing, doing? Yeah. You know, so I, that's, yeah, that's my personal thing that I'm kind of working through. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was what pretty I'm, good. I'm happy. What I, I, I really, um, I'm happy that you got to that place without like a major life thing that forces you to that place because my experience is I was exactly like you right Mm. working like a mad person and um, you know the body being the body and and Martha officially through this book uh, I'm sure there's other books but I think for us officially this the, the body as an operating system is introduced to us by Martha Beck um is is has a mind of its own literally <laughs> it has a mind of its own and if you don't do the things that need to be done like taking care of yourself um taking down time it will protect itself it has yeah. its own defense mechanism which are not um pleasant at all right mm, so mm. in my case uh which is something that has led me to to the work that we're doing actually um, is the burnout that I experience because of wanting to be a superwoman. You know, we mm. have been sold this, I mean, through culture and socialization that we have to be superwomen and yeah. we want to do everything, be the mom, be the wife, be the, you know, the top employee and every yeah. other roles that we play. Um, and ultimately, it's not sustainable, right? If, if mm. you don't do certain things. The thing is, those things are not wrong, but there's a way that you need to do these things, right? Yeah, it's like, what, like, where are you acting from? Are you acting from this duplicity space or yeah. are you acting from a space of integrity? <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, that's, that's it. Yeah. Hi there. I hope you are enjoying the conversation so far. Catch the next episode where we continue unpacking the concepts. We hope you have gained something of value from our talk. If you get it, you get it. And if you don't, forget about it.